In this week's In-Ear Insights, let's talk certification. Let's talk about all things certification. There are, I've lost count of just how many different certificates there are. There's official ones from vendors like Google with a Google Analytics individual qualification. There's HubSpot Academy and all the like 30 or some different certifications. And then you have certificates in from uh, courseware companies like Skillshare and Udemy and Coursera. And now, and now you even have LinkedIn skill assessments that get added to your LinkedIn profile if you pass those assessments. So Katie, when you are looking at the landscape of certifications, particularly as someone who's a hiring manager, how do you think about certificates? How do you think, how relevant are they when you're making a decision about you know, somebody, because a lot of these vendors say, if you get this, you'll you know, increase your pay $10,000 a year or whatever. What's your take? Um, you know, I don't necessarily know that that's true, uh, the increasing your pay $10,000 a year, but I won't say that it's not true. So when I think about, you know, from a hiring manager's perspective, um, you know, I look at certifications as someone who is motivated to learn. So someone who is not waiting to be told, okay, you need to go do this. Now you need to do this. It's someone who's a little bit more self-managed, who can manage themselves and they have that motivation to seek out information. So I look at it that way first and it's like, okay, this person is eager to learn. That's great. That's a great skill that I want. Then I start to actually dig into what their certifications are. Because to your point, Chris, there's no shortage of certifications. Um, and that that's where I start to run into some challenges because... There's very reputable companies that offer, you know, certifications and training, like let's use HubSpot as an example. They have a lot of different courses, um, some of which you and I have also taken and have our certifications in. And so when I look at HubSpot certifications, like, okay, this person is really trying to learn about this particular thing. HubSpot's been doing it for a long time. So there's someone who I would trust if so, if, if the person I was interviewing has a HubSpot certification, I'm like, okay, that's legit. If it starts to become certifications of companies I've, I've never heard of, I have to do my homework on that. Um, so it's sort of that double-edged sort of like, it's great that people are seeking out certifications in that education. But on the other hand, it can just be that checkbox of let me look like, you know, I have all these certifications. I think, um, Chris, and correct me if I'm wrong, that LinkedIn now offers a whole host of certifications as well. And I've seen in recent weeks, uh, job candidates who have had 20 some odd certifications from LinkedIn sort of varying all over the board. And that to me is another red flag, not that someone is exploring. But if you're putting everything under the sun on your resume, then as a hiring manager, it's hard for me to know like what you're actually skilled in. So I would say in that case, like, Editing is probably a good thing. If you're applying for a content marketing job, the content marketing certifications are probably the only relevant ones. And then we can discuss what those certifications actually entailed and what you really know. So that's sort of how I look at it is it's more good than bad. Don't look at my LinkedIn profile because I've got like piles of these LinkedIn certifications. <laughs> well, you're also not looking for a job and unless unless there's something you want to confess to me on today's podcast, Chris. <laughs> No, um, I like that 
idea of this, this person shows initiative because yeah generally speaking uh, most employers don't make you take these certifications and if somebody does have a big old pile of them particularly from a couple of different vendors they probably are self-directed because you know an employer will say you you were just required to just get this certification itself i also see them sort of like a it's like a college degree in some way. It's a, a certificate of minimum competency. Like you are minimally capable of, you know, like you know where the buttons are, um, but it has to be paired with experience, you know, with, you know, with practical application mm-hmm. of that knowledge too. That's one of the biggest problems with, uh, one of the red flags to me is somebody who's, who's got, you know, uh, a lot of certifications, but has zero days in the workforce. If they were applying for a non-entry-level job, if you're applying for an entry-level job, guess what? You know, you move to the top of the list because yeah, nobody in entry level has experience by definition. It's entry level, but if you've got a bunch of certifications that shows you clearly have some some interest in things, um, mm-hmm. if but if you're applying for like you know a chief data scientist position and you have zero days of actual time in the workforce, that to me is kind of a red flag. Well, yeah, that you can't overlook someone's practical experience. So, you know, really great example. I have a master's degree in uh, marketing and technological innovations. It was really expensive. It did not prepare me for the job that I was asked to do because it was such, such a mismatch. So on paper, I looked at the time super qualified, but all I, I won't say all, but a lot of what I was taught in grad school was Porter's five forces and the theories behind the marketing mix and, you know, case studies of Zara's and, you know, those things that in day to day, I'm never actually really using, like we talk about Porter's five forces, maybe once or twice a year in passing, but it's not critical to, if I didn't know what it was, I could still do my job. Mm-hmm. And so having that certificate that you've studied something, you're absolutely right, Chris, does not indicate that you actually know the job that you're doing. And so, you know, back to the question about as a hiring manager, that's often where I start is, okay, it's great that you have this certificate of, you know, competency in Google Analytics and Tag Manager. Tell me about how you've used these systems at your job. Tell me about, you know, the challenges that you've run into. Tell me how you troubleshoot when you get stuck on something. Because, as good as Google resources are, it doesn't actually prepare you to do the work. It gives you the overview. I have my tag manager certification. Chris, I'll be damned if like, I still can't, after how many years, I still can't figure out the system. Like I know the basics, but if I got stuck on like a really technical thing, what I learned from the certification that Google gives me is not going to help me. Exactly. It's those certifications and those training courses are a lot like explaining and, and having you just get a little bit of, of hands on time with all the appliances in the kitchen. And then in your first job, you're, you know, you're thrown on the line and say, okay, make, we need two cheeseburgers, a side order of fries, you know, uh, whatever. And you're like, so, <laughs> so I learned spatula today. <laughs> um, and, and it's that practical application, which is which is where the biggest gaps are. Because the other thing that is challenging um, for a lot of these courses is that they have to be a little bit of everything to everybody. It's like when you're tr- when you're doing Google Analytics, you have to you know the course has to serve someone who's using it for customer experience or for sales or customer service or marketing or PR, and so it's very general. 
and not very specific, which is one of the reasons why our Google Analytics course is, is literally called Google Analytics 4 for marketers because it's from a marketing perspective, not sales, not customer service, etc. Um, but as a hiring manager, one of the other things that I've seen in the past, now granted, I'm also not allowed to hire people, so you take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, the folks who have certificates when I've interviewed them, they generally came across, again, this is a very small sample size, but they generally came across as less of a good cultural fit. You know, they, they, were, a, they were much more um, sort of that solo crusader. I'm going to go off and you know, I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to be the, the hero of your marketing technology team as opposed to someone more collaborative. Like, yeah, I, I, I can do the thing, but let's, you know, Let's all work together. Now, again, that's a generalization with a very small sample size. Have you seen that in, in the people you've talked to? So it sounds like what you're saying is people who have a lot of certificates tend to be more of the solo act than a team player. Is that sort of your, okay. Um, I think yes and no. I think I've seen both, quite honestly. I think it really depends on the types of certificates, to be quite honest. Um, you know, when I see someone who has, you know, and this is a generalization, 20 some odd certificates in a variety of different things with no real focus, I think you're right. They tend to not as much be a team player because what I've seen in that instance, and again, huge generalization, is that they're looking to, to find the thing that they can be the best in, that they can shine in. And or I know a little bit of everything, so I can be the best, you know, I can be the lead. Um, whereas people with more focus tend to be more of those like team players. It's, a, it's tough because it's such a huge generalization. But mm -hmm. if you look at you and me, for example, you know, and I am going to pick on both of us in this. So don't worry. It's not just pick on Chris. Um, That's fine. You know, you have a variety of different certifications from, you know, this to that to whatnot, because you have a lot of different interests. You're curious. And then when we look, you know, personality wise, you do better as a solo act. That's just how you operate better. Whereas I don't have a variety of certifications my expertise tends to be very focused and I do like to consider myself a really good team player. However, the downside is I'm not really an expert in any one thing because I've not sought that out. And so it's like, it's again, it's sort of the good and the bad. So I guess I'm kind of proving your hypothesis with just the two of us, but it's a very small sample. Right. Uh, the other thing that, can be a can be a concern and this is actually something that comes out of the martial arts for me is that people who have certifications sometimes sometimes can be overconfident in their abilities uh, mm -hmm. and can can bite off more than they can chew you know it's like uh, in the japanese martial art practice sometimes you're given a rank before you've earned it right because the teacher wants to motivate you and this is especially true in in countries like japan and korea where it's culturally a thing <clears throat> um 
you get that and you actually feel a sense of shame because you know you're not worthy of it. So you've got you work twice as hard to 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 earn your way into to grow into that grade. And I feel like with some of the folks I've talked to in the profession, um, the certification gives them a, a a false sense of of confidence that then if they go into a big project, uh, they're like they they are immediately overwhelmed because again. The, what you need to pass the exam is not what real life demands of you. I think that's a really interesting and uh, accurate way to look at it. You know, I do. I, th I think that that's a better way to articulate the hypothesis that you were trying to uh, come up with uh, previous in the conversation. I think that having a certificate does give a sense of overconfidence. I have seen that as I've hired candidates where they might have a Google Analytics certification and a Tag Manager certification. And I remember one specific uh, conversation I was having with a potential candidate where he was going on and on about his love for Tag Manager and his love for Google Analytics. And when I pressed him, I said, okay, tell me about how you've used it. Finally, he caved and, you know, humbly said, I've never actually used them in practical application. And I was like, okay, that's totally fine. But you're telling me that, you know, you're an expert in these things. You've given me the indication that, you know, these systems inside and out. But re in all reality, he only had the certification. So I, I think that's absolutely true, Chris, uh, is that there can be this inflated sense of confidence once you have a certification. Like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't need any other training for that. Um, you know, it, it's an interesting psychological phenomenon that happens with that remember i remember you telling me this is probably a, a, a story worth sharing sanitized uh, <laughs> uh you were interviewing candidates for another company mm -hmm. uh, and you ended up with one person who just kept throwing data science terms out all the time yep to talk through that story because i'm I, I think it's worth hearing yeah, well, it's interesting. That's the same person I was just referring to with the certifications of Google Analytics and Tag Manager. So I was working with a client of ours, and uh, from time to time, companies will bring me on to act as a hiring manager. Um, so I guess when I say I don't have an expertise, that is an expertise that I do have as a hiring manager. Um, and so this client was looking to hire a marketing operations manager. And, you know, on paper had found this really great candidate who was getting their PhD in data science and, you know, was saying all of the right words on paper. When we started to interview this candidate, I was able to very quickly see that they had the academic theories that they were learning in school down really good, but there was no real world application. There was no, um, demonstration that they actually could do the things that they were studying. Now, this candidate also had told us that they had worked with these big brands and, you know, because of NDAs, they couldn't tell us a thing about it, couldn't tell us anything. And what in actuality was going on was that this candidate may have worked with the brands and they could have sanitized the example to say one time I was managing this $10,000 Facebook campaign, blah, 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 without getting into specifics. And the candidate couldn't really even do that. So the idea that this person was uh, a PhD candidate and had a lot of certifications 
was where his confidence was coming from. But in actuality, he was going to be a really bad fit for the job because he had no practical experience. And so a PhD doesn't make you smarter than me when it comes to doing a job, period. And so needless to say, this person was not hired. <laughs> so if, if someone who's listening to this is a hiring manager, how should they think about weighting certifications in the overall mix of, of whether to hire somebody or not? Or if you're evaluating an agency and you know, they, they trot out you know, their, their, their team and they've got all these certifications, how, do you, how would you advise them to, to think about these things? I'm, I'm someone who firmly believes that you do not need a formal education to be able to do a job. Like, it's great if you have the opportunity to go to college. It's great if you can afford to go to college. I don't think it's a necessary thing in order to be able to do your job. I feel the same way about certification. Certifications are, to me, really a demonstration that you can take a test, that you can read the material, take a test, which, quite honestly, I'm a terrible test taker. And that's one of the reasons why I don't seek out more certifications is because my brain starts doing jumping jacks and I can't focus and I get all of the questions wrong. For example, we just wrote all of these exam and quiz questions. Uh, I wrote them and it took me three times to pass my own quiz because my brain was flip-flopping and that's what happens when I start taking tests. I wrote the questions. I knew the answers. And so... <laughs> If you're a hiring manager, I would always put more weight against practical experience. Even if the person, you know, uh, doesn't have a lot of days in an office or days at a job, talk to them about what they do in their free time. There's a lot of people, Chris, you're a really great example of this, who will experiment on the side to get really good at it. So let's say, for example, you know, you were not working in a job that allowed you to use Google Analytics on a regular basis, but you were really interested in it. I would say you have here, it looks like that you, you know, have used Google Analytics, but I don't see this in your job history. Can you explain that to me? And then you might tell me, well, I haven't really had the opportunity. So, you know, in my free time, I've set up a demo account. I've stayed, I stood up a website. Here's what I've learned. Here are some sample reports. And that to me, is always going to outweigh checking a box on a certification. You could also say, I have a Google Analytics certification, but I have never had a chance to use it. That doesn't mean you know how to use it. What do you do if you're a hiring manager though? Like certifications and degrees, um, are, and this fall in the same bucket, are sort of heuristics. <clears throat> they're, they're mental shortcuts. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a hiring manager, say for, you're hiring for a data science person mm -hmm. and you yourself don't understand data science. Like maybe pretend you were hiring a, a, a pretend I was on vacation in Montenegro, right? Uh, and you had to, to interview a candidate as a junior person for me. Mm -hmm. And you don't know, for example, some of the, the technical differences. Like when should you use light GBM versus GBM versus XGBoost, for example? How as a hiring manager do you suss out this person actually has the goods or not when you don't have the technical expertise for the position you're hiring for? Well, first and foremost, a hiring manager has to have a really good BS meter. Um, you know, you can, with practice, you can tell when someone is fudging an answer just to sort of say what they think you want to hear, even if you as a hiring manager don't know what the actual answer is. Um, and so the way that I always look at it um, is explain it to me. Convince me 
that this is the methodology that you should be using. And I always say, like, pretend I know nothing about this subject. Explain to me how this works. Because a hiring manager then is given the opportunity to start to poke holes where the plot doesn't really follow the correct line. Like, you can tell if someone's getting from A to B cleanly or if they're kind of zigzagging around and don't really know their way and they're lost. And so even if I knew nothing about, and I don't know a lot about gradient boosting and XB boosting and negative one to the 10th degree boosting, whatever, I don't need to. I would say to the candidate, you know, hey, Chris, it sounds like you really think that regression analysis is the way to go. Explain to me as if I'm the executive who needs to make the decision why you chose that methodology and not a different one and what the other options were. And so giving the candidate the opportunity to flex their muscles a little bit to say, here, I do know what I'm talking about. Let me explain it to you in a way that you can now understand it. Mm, I really like that because a lot of people are really bad at explaining things. And if it's something that you know a lot about, you should be able to at least get someone part of the way there to explain, to understand what it is that you're talking about. And that to me demonstrates you actually know. So if I were to, if you said to me, Chris, Katie, I need you to explain tag manager, I can explain it to you. I can give you all of the components. I can tell you how they work together. I can talk through the governance. So I would be able to demonstrate my knowledge of how tag manager works and i can put together simple tags i know how to put the code on the website and the containers and all that good stuff so i would be able to explain it to you it's the deep technical pieces that i would struggle with but i as a candidate would be the first to admit that because mm -hmm. that's also half the battle is <clears throat> admitting what you don't know how much of a hiring signal is that uh, when when somebody is is honest about not knowing something it depends on what you need out of the person it depends on what you need for the job and it depends on how much time and resources you're able to give to this person to learn that mm -hmm. um you know so if there's a more senior person on the team that they can learn from that's great if you have dedicated training time or training budget that's also a good use of that but if you don't you know it's then that's when you can start to look at, well, how self-motivated is this person? And that's when certifications at least can signal someone who has the initiative to find the answers on their own. Inter interesting, because to me, it, someone admitting that they don't know something, you know, point blank in and into actually is pretty rare because most people try to BS it because they are trying to, you know, to, to tell you what you want to hear. Um, mm -hmm. So to me, from a, like a cultural perspective, that would actually, I think, be a, a pretty strong indicator this person culturally might be a good fit. I'm going to say with confidence, I might have said I don't know multiple times in my interview with you back in the day, which is why <laughs> you hired me in the first place. <laughs> um, actually, that plus in the interview, you were just straight up honest. Like you're like, here's 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 what here's what's in the box here's what you're getting mm -hmm. um which a lot of other people because we had just come off of having a uh an account manager who badly misrepresented himself um to the point where um we had to fire him in the middle of a client engagement uh which which was yeah <laughs> yeah if you ever have a, a trust insights after dark show we can tell the, the gory details of, of, of all those you things find us on the dark web 
Exactly. Uh, no, just at the bar. Um, okay. <laughs> but but it, it, in some ways, that was you know the 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 counterpoint. You were the counterpoint to that person. Like, here's what you're getting. Here's what a can yeah. can't do, kind of thing. Um, and again, that's something that is, you can't see in a certification. Well, and that, you know, it's an interesting, it, a certification can be a misrepresentation of the skill set that you actually have, which is why then it's on the hiring manager to start to suss that out of, are these certifications just, you know, a bunch of check boxes, or is this person really deeply interested? So that's where other follow-up questions of, so it looks like you have, you know, a certification in Google Analytics, you know, what blogs do you read? What shows do you follow? So trying to see how well-rounded they are or are they really just checking a box? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So if you are looking at candidates or you're thinking about this as, uh, as becoming a candidate yourself uh, for a job, maybe you're part of the great reshuffling, uh, certifications don't hurt. They, they don't mm -hmm. hurt your chances for getting a job, <clears throat> but they are uh, a proof of, of enthusiasm they are a proof of a minimum level of competence, but they are not by any means a declaration of mastery. Uh, and they probably will not make you hundreds of thousands of dollars extra per year. So uh, be, be cautious of any course that is uh, declaring that. Although, um, if you do want to take a course, go take our Google Analytics 4 course. I promise you it will make you 2% better looking. Uh <laughs> wow. <laughs> Only 2% though. Um, <laughs> If you have uh, stories that you want to share about your certifications, uh, please pop on over to our free Slack group. Go to trustinsights.ai slash analytics for marketers, where you and over 2,400 other marketers are asking and answering each other's questions every single day. And wherever it is that you watch or listen to the show, if there's a channel you'd rather have it on, go to trustinsights.ai slash TI podcast, and you can find the show on every other major podcasting platform. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. If you like this video, go ahead and hit that subscribe button.